Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? I'm ready. My name is Woody, and today I'm joined with Pro K and a special guest, Michael Yates. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's up, buddy? What's uh, what's your business, Yates? <laughs> the Turn in Whitehall, West Virginia, or the Fairmont. Uh, we are an indoor golf shop. We have uh, four soon to be five indoor golf simulators so that we can cater to all the wintertime people that are getting cabin fever need to get out here in West Virginia from all the shitty weather. But we, uh, we do that. We got, uh, simulators, food, beer, things like that. But we also do, um, fittings, repairs, sales. We sell everything except for currently weren't, um, we haven't brought on ping. They couldn't get us any products this year because of supply chain. And we could not get Titleist open this year because of supply chain issues. So other than that, we have all the manufacturers, we do fitting days for them, or we also do scheduled walk-in fittings, consultations. Get in the, we do lessons. You want to hear Josh hate on something besides the PG, besides the live golf? Josh, why is my handicap four strokes lower this year, and what's my number one selling putter? Oh, he's gonna. Uh, Mike's gonna hate this too. Oh God! Oh, he's not one of those, is he? He is. Oh, oh no, he is. not a lab putter. <laughs> oh God, dude! L- listen, swag. Lab might be worse than swag. <laughs> At no. least in a clubhouse, it is. Oh, no, there's a science. It may be ugly. It may be ugly. But as I tell everybody, you know what? She might be ugly, but she fucks good, boys. And, <laughs> and, and you know what I tell people? They're like, well, that's $350. That's $400. That's $450. Guess what? You can either invest in yourself or you can invest in me. And I take PayPal and Venmo after the round. And that's all I'm going to say. I've lowered the handicap right at four strokes this year. And uh, that was before I even got the new new shaft upgrade on the putter here recently and picked up, picked, wait, wait, up wait. some yardage. Uh, you had the lab, but you still had to send me PayPal. So what was the problem there? Well, it was because you, uh, you didn't give me enough strokes. I'm not a plus handicap. What, what do I need to give you strokes for? If you got a lab putter. Because I'm playing 80 yards behind you. I, didn't, I said I had a lab putter. I didn't say I had club head, I didn't say I had club head speed. But, but yeah, but see, the difference is one of us find our fairways more. The other one's finding everybody else's fairway. But I do want to talk a little bit about getting better at golf because Proke is obsessed with it. Um, he's obsessed with constantly getting better at golf. It, he will tell you he cares a lot about amateur golf because he plays in amateur tournaments. There's two types of amateur tournaments. You have state, city, national tournaments, USGA. So here in Florida, we have FSGA, Florida State Golf Association. Then we have our local municipal 
um, golf association. And I'm sure it's like that everywhere. Right. Um, and Proke plays in a lot of these. I have played in a lot of these throughout my, uh, my, my tenure in my golf career. Um, Yates, I don't know if you've, if you've played in a bunch of those or not, but then there's the whole like golf week amateur tours. There's a small little like spark amateur tours or whatever. You have like a little amateur tour in your neighborhood or your, at your golf club or whatnot. And they're two different. A lot of these are, uh, what, what would you call it? Pro? I guess flighted. It's probably the best way yeah, of, flighted. yeah. So you have like net events, which would be like the, I guess that's different from flighted. I mean, you flight yeah, based not, on your handicap. Not, yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's just whatever you sandbagged your way into. So you could take home a $30 right. trophy. A lot of, a lot of sandbagging <laughs> in, in those events. Yeah. A ton of sandbagging in those events. Right. And then you have like kind of the big boy, big boy, um, uh, scratch events or gross events that are yeah. probably going to be your state golf association in the USGA and stuff. Let's, let's start with lab because I didn't even know lab was on the table. That's so are you, a, are, like, is this a personal decision or is this a business decision that you went with lab? It's on the table. It's in the bag. It's staying in the bag. It's never coming out. Uh, but no, can you sell? Like, do you, are you a, a sealer? So, so yeah, I'm a de- so I'm a dealer. I do sell the, okay. the lab. We players. have to be careful about what you can. You, I mean, you can't speak about it. Then, I mean, can you speak speak about it, or is absolutely. it? I, I don't want to. want to get you in trouble. No, no, no. Absolutely, I can. I can. You know, endorse any products. I'm on staff with Cobra, and I, I, but the only thing I'm not on staff with is the putter because the putter is not coming out of the bag. But uh, I play Cobra right. and uh, wear Puma gear and, and things. All right. But, uh, so yeah, Let's talk I, about I lab. sell. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we carry them in my store there, and it's probably the number one selling putter that we sell just because it works. You know, I'm so confident, and I'll have guys that come in. Just last week, got a D2 college player come in, very good guy. And I'm like, hey, we were sitting there for two or three weeks straight trying to bend his. Um, mallet style putter i'll leave the name uh, out, of, out of the conversation but we were working on it bending it he wanted to put a forearm grip he wanted to go press grip he wanted to go this one to go that and i said hey buddy that putter is not made for that it doesn't have the right loft it doesn't have the right lie angle you're changing up everything it doesn't work when did you start struggling you have a college scholarship in place you know college golf when did you start struggling with putting in this angles it's just been so bad so lately and he comes in and he says, hey, I'm going to take uh, this putter. He went into the putting studio there and was hitting putts. And he pulls a putter out that's a very a great putter, probably our second best-selling putter, fine milled putter, over $400. He's hitting. He says, this feels really, really good. And I said, hey, uh, won't you do me a favor? Take this lab direct force putter and, and give it a try in here. And I'm telling him, I, I show him the science behind it. And he says, yeah, it's just so ugly. It's just so, so ugly. But I'm so confident in the putter because I know how it works. And I know the thought process that it's taken out of my putting game and stuff. That I said, hold on, before I ring you up for $439 for this other putter, take that putter with you and take this direct force putter with you. You're going out to the club tonight. Go putt with it. Matter of fact, you're playing in a tournament tomorrow. If you want to play in the tournament, Play the one of them you want to. Then you come back and tell me which one you're going to buy. Send him home with it at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. 7 o'clock at night, he's texting me saying, it's the lab. And I said, I told you. And he said, hey, it's ugly, but it just works. It does not miss. You know, and, and my biggest thing with that putter is get behind it, get your line on your ball, set it up, 
find your apex or, or your aim point, express point, whatever, however you putt, you know, line up to that and just stroke through it with it, with the speed. And it just, it just works, man. It just takes out the torque. It just takes out the having to, well, how much do I need to fan this toe open or closed? Is it straight back, straight through, you know, cause people talk about straight back, straight through for square, for face balance putters. Right. If, if, if you think that you hold a putter, square to that line and you can take it back and keep it square to that line and put through it. If you think you can do that and not affect your pace control in the rollout of the putt, you're wrong. You start trying to do that. You're manipulating what that putter naturally wants to do. I can take the most face balanced putter in our store and show you that when you putt, it still wants to arc open. It still has torque to it. So if for, for those that think that they can take a mallet putter's face balance and it's oh, straight back, it's straight through. No, it's not. It still has an arc to it. It may not have the arc that a number nine Odyssey does like Bill Mickelson used to play, which is, a, you know, one of the biggest arcing putters there is. It may not have that. But when you're manipulating that face and you're not letting that arc the way it needs to, you're manipulating your pace of putt, your rollout. You're going to have trouble lagging. You know, when, you, when you're out there and stuff and you're, you're going to struggle with pace and stuff. So it just eliminates a lot of that. It's just one less thing. It's like uh, to me, it's like autopilot. I, I, and I've even tried the Mez and um, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Mez. And I think it's because I like the direct force so much. And, and these uh, are both you're, you're, you're talking of these are names of different uh, lab putters. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one that you see on tour, the pros are using is the one like Sergio was using today. The one that Adam Scott uses Charles Forsell one with a broomstick putter, uh, his first live event. Um, that's the Mez putter that they have. It's kind of a U shaped putter. And uh, it's a little smaller, I think, is why some people go to it. But um, to me, I like the direct force, the, the big alien spaceship looking one. I like that one. It just sets up so easy. It line it lines up so easy, and it just holds that line, and and you just stroke it and go with it. You know, yeah, as long as really as long high. as you got the shaft in the middle of your stance. Yeah. Now that he's got now you got the promo out of the way. Super high MOI on that putter. Stupid high. All right, so super high, I'm going to go a super high return on the wallet too. <laughs> all right. So, all right. <laughs> all right. So that, w- that was the, the free promo. You're welcome, Sam. <laughs> that was a free promo. <laughs> now, now me and Proke are about to rip this thing apart. This is probably one thing Proke and I will probably agree on till, uh, till we die. So before pro I'm going to, I'm going to let you say what you want to say about it. Cause I'm sure everybody out there really wants to hear what you got to say. But, um, but what I will say, there's one thing you'll notice about uh, about lab putters. They're always in the hands of really, really, really bad putters. This is yes. like a last resort, at least for me. I'm not saying this is true, but it seems like this is kind of a last resort option. Nothing else works. I've tried everything. And at the end of the day, I'm sure there's technology. I'm sure there's science behind it. I know that's their whole sales pitch. Um, and there's, But to be honest, it's not like... Callaway or Odyssey or Scotty Cameron, Titleist, Ping, they're not just slapping sticks and mallets together. Like there's science behind all those as well, right? But I know that there's a very specific type of science and there's a whole sales pitch. And that's that's what lab is. Well, what's the acronym stand for, Yates? It's an acronym. Lab golf is a balance. Yeah. My argument on the on the lab has always been 
everybody's stroke is different. And if your stroke fits a face balance putter or your stroke fits a heel shafted putter, center shafted, irregardless, if your stroke matches that swing arc for those putters and what those putters do, you're going to have to manipulate your stroke to fit what the lab putter does. No, I, and, I disagree with you because... And regardless, you're going to... You still have to read the putt, have good feel. If you can hit a putt online, it doesn't matter what you're using. So I, like, Cam Smith is the best putter in the world. He uses a putter that has zero technology in it. Zero. There's not good people that I, no. I, I've, I've never seen like a great putter use no. a lab uh, putter. It's also our our opinion of lab is influenced negatively by the clubhouse. Who- yeah, Sam, the first thing you need to do is get those putter. You you need to send a cease and desist to Birdman and Van. You need to get those putters out of their hands because I'll never buy one because they own one. Like well, first I off, start, I haven't even started my post yet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> and Yates, I got no issue with you, man. But you, but that is a negative, bro. That is a negative, bro. I was a great if I was, Sam I was a great Han, before, though. Okay, you- and, and that's fair, and that's fair. But if I was Sam Hahn, I would, I would, I've already sent a cease and desist to both of those guys. Get those fucking things off their social media. Get them off of like, don't. If you want to use them, great, but do not tell anybody you fucking use them, because um, <laughs> uh, it's not good for business. With that being said, though, all jokes aside, um, when it comes to putter, like how much of it is 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 even with you right now, Yates? Like I know you said you've taken four strokes off. Like how like did those strokes come off because because the obviously the ball's finding the hole in less amount of strokes, right? Um, and you're and you and you're able to um, uh, record that data, and you know it's because of the putter. But how much of that is but because you? you're reading the putt better? How much of that is because your stroke is better? Oh. And how much of that is because of the putter itself or and how much is that because of the confidence you have be like uh it could, it could be a placebo. A placebo yeah yeah so thank you it, yeah. how much of that could be a placebo because which by the way that that's good too i'm not saying that's bad no. this no, is like, another one yeah how 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 many stats of your golf do you know do you I mean, keep or is it just your opinion of what you're doing that you say it's the putter that's doing it. It's not that you've hit balls every day for the last nine months in your bay. No, my iron game game has been trash. Let me tell you, no, it's the, it's where the strokes are being saved is the amount of 20 and 30 foot putts that drop now, just the confidence of just banging them in and just making them, I've always been a pretty good reader of putts and, and putted well. You could talk to anybody at my club that I, I played good then uh, with that. But uh, it's just that I, f- I don't feel anything in the wrist. I just feel like I put my line behind the ball, I line it up, and I trust that I read the putt right. And, and I read greens pretty good. I've done the aim point express and different things. Um, but I trust the line, and I tell myself, hey, hit it 12 to 18 inches past the cup. And then I just feel so comfortable that all I got to do is just send it down that line. 
and that the putter just doesn't do anything else. So everything that we do at our store and everything that I do in, in fittings. Okay. Whenever someone comes in, should I get fit? Do I need this? Do I need this $400 graphite design shaft? Well, the question is, do you want to eliminate another variable out of your golf swing? And that variable is maybe you've got a driver shaft that spins too much. Maybe you've got too high of launch. Maybe you did this. Maybe you did that. That's the reason why we're going to fit you is we're going to eliminate a variable. And the more variables that we can eliminate, right. the, better, the better you're going to be. Just like the tour pro trying to take out the miss. He either means wants his miss to be left or right. He doesn't want a double miss. You know, he's right. going to take out one side of the play. So we're eliminating variables. And to <laughs> me, with that putter, you're eliminating the variable of torque. Whether you know it, whether you see it, whether you've ever felt it, it just eliminates that. And once I get down to that point, I'm like, hey, I read it correctly. Boom, I'm going to roll it. And I just, right, let me, let me I ask you this. Since you're, about it. since you're a club fitter, this is actually important. So when I, when I go and look, so just full disclosure, I'm a person that doesn't change my clubs very much. I, I play Titleist 712s. Um, I've had these, these are irons that are 10 years old, right? Um, I play, they're, they're blades, they're muscle back blades, not much technology in them at all. Very classic design, they're Titleist. And I, and I, I have lead weights on the back, uh, lead strips on the back. Um, I just recently changed drivers. Hello? Yates. I was saying Yates gives me crap about my lead tape all the time. So, in, in, in the... <laughs> so and I've 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 always had it on there. Um, I I don't I don't know how much of it. If you put it on the top and the bottom, left or right, I don't know how much. I mean, it, it, we're talking maybe a half a swing weight. We're not talking anything that's gonna. Um, it, it's it's more for the feel of knowing where the club head is at the top of my backswing. Right. That's why the lead tape's there. It's not to keep the ball flight down. It's not to promote a draw or promote a cut or whatever. I don't. It's none of that bullshit. It's just to feel because blades aren't that heavy. My shafts are heavy. The club itself is not that heavy. So when the shaft is heavy, I lose feeling of where the club faces. Do you so have there lead tape. tape? Do you have lead tape on anything on the toe or on the heel? No, 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 no. It's it's flat right across the whole back. What kind, Josh? From do you the, have anything the on the toe, to the toe or on the heel? No, I put it. Uh, I put it high on the back to, if anything, it'll help bring the flight down but yeah, i don't i don't minimal. even think that i don't even think that'll i don't think it's going to do anything it, it, okay. it won't what, be much what no. type of driver do you play Woody? i, I have a uh titleist uh tsi uh tsi4 does it have a movable weight in it uh i think it does i i play it all the way i think it's all the way up front i play it in the i'd have to go look at it it's in, it's in the my semi trunk um it's from wherever it was fitted um, and I haven't touched it. I haven't. I've never right. adjusted it. No, the TS4 it. doesn't have an adjustable. Oh, it, it, it doesn't have it. No. Well, I know you can adjust the loft and stuff. I don't know if there. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. If the weight. It, there's a weight in the back, or no? There's a weight in the front. You can adjust the weight of it if you buy another weight. But right, just that might be what it is. A swing weight, and <laughs> it came with that and, one. And see, so so what you guys just told me is that outside of the manufacturer made something. And they put it out to the masses. They made a product. You bought it. You loved it. However, there was one thing you needed to change about it. There was one thing in the setup of it. It has too much spin or it launches a tad too high. So what did you do? You used tape to manipulate that 
to eliminate that variable, right? Well, you, took, saying, you, yeah. took, so, so you took my, a variable just, out. And that, that's what these yeah. guys have done well, with the screws. If, if, and and when, when you get those lab putters, there's a sticker on there that says, do not touch these screws or bad things will happen. The reason why is if you want my putting to be off tomorrow, go out there and take one of those screws out and replace it with something of a different weight. Then that perfect line angle balancing changes. Well, yeah, my, uh, yeah. My, my lead tape is because Titleist would not, uh, they would not swing weight the clubs for me when I bought them, when I ordered them. And, and so in my lead tape doesn't have any, there's, so I, I'm not a person, like if Proke is telling me he's putting his lead tape on high on the club face or high on the, not the club face, but behind the club, if he's putting it up high to keep the ball flight down, I'm going to tell him, dude, that might be a placebo to you but you're not going to be able to record that data like it's well, not no, going to keep the ball gonna, flight no. down you can't it's if not you enough feel to like matter. it's going to do that so it makes you more comfortable then that's it, it's it's kind of like how baseball players you know or like 10 cup would have certain amount of things in his left pocket versus certain amount of things in his right pocket like right. there's no effect other than the confidence it gives you mentally or like no. they're up right it will um, minusculely affect cg and that's it and yeah, it's right. not enough that you'll visually notice. Yeah, it's more of a feel that you that gives you a confidence and something something that I've always been used to. But mine is just a feel because my shafts are heavier in my irons and in my woods. Right. Um, I don't I put wanted, any I don't put any lead tape on my drivers or anything like that. I wanted a um, D D four swing weight, and Titleist said, "No, we're not going to do that. You just get what you got, and you figure it out." I was like, oh, thanks. So yeah, I put, well, and you know what I was striping today? A C8 swing weight with a lady's head on it and a Cobra shaft. <laughs> so, well, and let Make me ask perfect. you this about the lab, the lab putters. Like, how, how like, if someone comes in, they're like, hey, I can't putt. My, my putter's shit. Are you, is the first thing you're doing is putting them in a the lab or are you going to look at their stroke? Like, like, to walk me through the fitting process of how you would handle someone that's a, that, that tells you, man, look, I hit the ball pretty good. I'm not, I mean, I'm pretty long off the tee. I, I kind of know where it's going, but really like when I get up, I, I just got the yips. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with the putter. Do you automatically say, here you go, try this. And then you hand them a lab putter or do you put them on like one of those, um, machines or yeah. Yeah. Or do, do, do you, do you look, are, are you, do you kind of approach it like a doctor and you really understand like what's going on with their stroke and then you take it from there or is it are essentially like, or- Pharmaceutical salesmen just automatically right. sell your pill. Right. I, 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 kick them in the nuts. I hand them the lab, kick them in the nuts, and say, You'll thank me tomorrow. But no. <laughs> no. Um, That's actually well, a good analogy. Yeah. I, I, I got to give Pro credit where, where credit's due. Pro, that was actually a really good analogy with a, with a pharmaceutical rep. But, but, but it is a serious question because I am curious about, like, from, from a fitter's standpoint, like, and especially since you have it in your bag, like, you know, it works. You know, you, you stand behind the product. And I'm sure you you're excited and passionate when you're talking about it too um, with your customers. So I'm curious to know how you would fit someone generally speaking when they come in there that, you know, they tell you they're a shitty, a shitty putter. Yeah. Um, so no, I mean, you know, most time was like, Hey, you know, go, go into the putting studio room there and uh, we, we've got putters in there. I give them their space and let them go in there. You know, cause most times someone's going to walk in, I'm looking for a new putter. Mine's garbage and this and that and say, well, here's a putting room. There's a lot of kinds of putters in there. If you got any questions, let me know. Then I'll go over and check on them a little bit later. I'm like, so what is, what is it you're struggling with? You know, a lot of times, uh, you know, that person, they're going to go over there and pick up the style putter that they're kind of used to. It may be a different brand. Maybe it's a spider. Maybe it's the Odyssey. Maybe it's a mallet. Maybe it's a 
new Cobra 3D or something with a sick face on it or something, they're going to pick up what they kind of gravitate towards, what they like to look down and see at. And then I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of sit there and then watch them. How does that putter feel? How does that look? This and that. Yeah, but I'm hitting it here. I'm hitting it there. And I'll, I may look at them and go like, yeah, well, you're cutting the ball. Well, well, what's making me cut it, you know, or you're trying to manipulate it because you cut it or you're not controlling your pace because you're cutting the ball. And, you know, if you try to hit a 30 foot putt, you're going to come up short or you're going to have to swing at it harder because come to find out, guess what? Your eyes are too far over the ball or they're over the top of the ball. You know, I'll help them with a little bit of setup a little bit, too, because you you can take even the lap putter, which I, I believe in. Uh, a lot and there's a lot of other great putters in there in, in there too and uh, i put it with them and put great with them too but you you can take any of them and put them in their hands but if their setup is wrong it's gonna it's still wrong and uh right I, I, the last thing i want to do is say hey here's the putter i play it's four hundred dollars i really really believe in it and it's the best thing since sliced bread and cheese you should love it too and then I sat there and watch them pull putts or push putts. Well, no, if, if I put that in your hands and I'm going to say, hey, the shaft needs to be in the center of your stance because it's got a four press grip on there. It's got this. It's got that. Or maybe they got the spider in their hands. I'm like, hey, listen, you're pulling that because you're out over the ball too far. So I work with them. I give them their space. I, I don't push anything on them at all. Um, a lot of people don't go that route anyway just because of the price point, you know. Uh, sure. They, yeah, they, I mean that they'll, they'll pick it up. Yeah, they'll they'll pick up the the, the even rolls and and they'll put with them and they'll they'll put pick up Scotties and they'll pick up stuff. But um, at the end of the day, they're like, yeah, this you know this white hot's more in my budget, or this last year model of spiders in my budget, or the TP line or something, or this ping or something, you know. Um, yeah. Or, or yeah, four hundred dollars, yeah. especially for something that's hard to look at is. Uh, tough to right. come off of your wall. I, I was just going to say, like, I mean, and I'm not a rich guy by any means, and I don't have any fancy cars. I drive a Mazda. Um, but, I mean, how many people drive a Lamborghini or a supercar? Or you see these guys do these super, super not. How many of these guys are driving the car because of the performance? On the on on the expressway going seventy miles per hour, or and how many of them are driving it because they think it makes them look cool? Right, you know what I mean. Right. Like, how, how many people that's why you are, see so many Scotty Camerons? Well, that's what I was going to get. That's what I was getting at. Like, how many people are, are, are using a Scotty Cameron putter because it's because of the performance aspect of it? And how many of them are, are using a Scotty Cameron because of the, the the head cover that's sticking out of their bag? Right, um, when they buy it. Um, same thing with the drivers, right? Like, how many? Like, so when I recently got my TSI four. And I, I've never had a tireless driver. Tireless to me has always been, I've had irons and I've used wedges. Love their wedges. Um, I think uh, Cleveland and Titleist and Vokies are the only wedges I've ever used. And I used Cleveland for a long time um, before Vokies, but I've had Vokies for a while. Um, and I kind of, wedges are kind of like once you find something you like, that's what you use. That's what you get used to. And that's just what I'm used to. Um, and the irons, I haven't changed my irons in 10 years, you know, and I'm kind of on the market for them, you know, but, but again, when, when, when you're in the, uh, the, the blade market, there's not a lot of new technology there. So, I mean, no. it, for me to spend $2,000 on brand new irons with, I mean, I, when I say 2000, I mean, they're having to get reshafted the, the whole nine yards, right? So they're going to be completely custom fit. So I'm spending $1,500, $1,600 plus tax or whatever on brand new irons. Like, am I going to get 
sixteen hundred dollars worth of value out of it? Moderately no. better, but not, not much. much. Well, I don't even know if we can add it up to one stroke per round. To Probably be honest not. with you, no. So that's why they've been in my bag for ten years. Um, when it comes to woods, you're going to have a lot you more technology. Be hitting all blades anyway. Well, it's something that I'm that I'm used to. I play it up to a four, and my four has well, been to about a three and a half. Um, and uh, and and but I recently changed my woods, and I, I hit every single wood. This was two years ago now, I guess, and I hit everyone on the market, man. I love the ping wood. Um, I forgot the name of it, but it's the one with the turbulators. G four twenty five. There you go. Love the way it felt. Love the way it sound. Sound feel. Some people will say it's the same. Looks nice. Um, I hate the fucking turbulators. I, I can't hate the sound. I, I can't get the, the. I can't get past the alligator print on the on the top of the club. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't look down on it every single time I went to hit a golf ball. So therefore, I didn't buy it. Listen, I did the same thing this spring. I I I really hate Callaway. Other than their three woods, their three woods are by far the best clubs. Of three woods. I hate Callaway drivers, and I ended up fit into a Callaway driver, and I was like, "No, please, no, don't be this one." <laughs> with me, with with Lab, the two biggest problems I have with Lab is one the the, the biggest issue is the way it looks. I can't get past it. I cannot get past it. We, we can't. E- we can't I, even. I, I I've hit the lab. Uh, there's a. We uh, can't talk about the, technology unless the club looks good when I'm looking down at it. Like you, we can't talk about technology. And then the second thing is, I'll be damned if I have the same putter as Van Rome. <laughs> See, there you go with your Ohio hate again. You know what I mean? Well, it's not it's not just Van, but it, it, we're talking about we're talking we're talking about Birdman. I mean, who else has got it? I mean, there's not one person I like that's got one. I mean, I like Gage. Gage is a good guy. Tim Hunt, Jeff I mean, Whipple. Yeah, but Whipple don't even play golf, dude. I mean, he plays golf, but he's not he like a golf golfer. Today. He was too worn out to talk to us. Yeah, but I mean, that's my point. I mean, Tim Hunt <laughs> is not a good putter, dude. No. Like, no. the, you know what I mean? Like, there's not any ambassadors. Have you ever seen someone have, like, yip a putt with a lab putter that's the size of the, like, you could fit, like, nine balls in front of the face. And then, well, and then we talk, and then we talk, we talk about, okay, let's, let's look at the pros that are using it. I know they don't endorse anybody. Right. So it's like, you know, which I respect that, you know, they're a smaller company. I don't know if they can afford to do that, but Adam Scott is not a good putter. Yeah. Is he a good putter? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. What you got to look out for is when they come out with a direct force mini. That that when they get something this kind of the size of a spider or something. Dude, I don't think smaller, they will. Uh, I don't know. I asked Bill and asked him. He said there's been a lot of talks about it. If they can do that, if they can put that science into the direct force mini, my lord, the, you might see the direct force go away. The, the original, it, it will it's going to crush the putter market. I'm just telling you right now. Well, they, they got to get the price point down. Yeah. To me, the, the Mez is, is ugly. Both, both, both of them are very different and very stuff. But to me, the, the, the Mez blade, is the, the, blade. the horseshoe. It ugly too. Yeah, it just doesn't. But when you, with a blade, you can't do as much with the science of it, right? You can't well, do as much. It just doesn't have the MOI. It doesn't have the MOI, right. But I think if, if they can get uh, – 
the Direct Force Mini, get something like that that works, I think it will surpass the Direct Force and the Miz. That's together. honestly what I think is the the biggest benefit of the DFP is the MOI. You can hit that. I set that up and I hit it like all the way off the toe and heel. And it's got so much MOI that it, it didn't move offline. It's so big. You can hit it anywhere on the face. Well, we, I'm sure they appreciate the kind words and further endorsing their product, Josh. Well, so, so to me, it. it felt nice. I, I just couldn't look down at it with me. I would say, OK, if you stuck a broomstick down the middle inside of a brick and you hit a golf ball with a brick on the toe and on the heel and one in the middle, are you going to see much difference in a brick, like an actual brick? No. What's well, the difference? Yeah. Oh, I mean, the shaft with a brick on the end is going to bend. Yeah, because the, it's no. the angle balance. You got to realize that when you put it in your hand, you can sit there and spin it. You can spin that club. You can't spin any other clubs out there like that. It's perfectly balanced around that shaft. There is no lopsided heavy. It's like right. a, a racing tire no, that is perfectly balanced. Their yeah. it their technology is makes sense. It's just hard like you with all that COVID looking lead tape on your club they're eliminating the variables and just so happened is they have a science behind there as it did it it works it's not coming out of, it's not coming on a it is not coming out of my bag i'll tell you that now what would so it, it, the science what if, what if you woke up tomorrow and you had an email from sam and he was like we've decided to pull your dealership because it's fuck it's, west virginia fuck the entire state of west virginia um we're going to be involved with the NFL now. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking for things that get to late. And, uh, um, uh, what, what would it take to get you to get it out of your bag? Even if it's spite related, which would be like a proke reason, by the way. Um, what would it take for like, what, what would it, what would it take? Maybe if like Joe Biden said, I love lab putters or something. Joe Biden. <laughs> If the Biden administration endorsed yeah. it. Yeah, I mean. I hope, so, I hope you, you never talk to Sam about politics. <laughs> I can tell you they playing, probably won't. You're be playing a different putter. Is that, <laughs> all, of a sudden, all of a sudden he's got Ping. Ping's not even a dealer. Or no, he's uh, not even a dealer of Ping. It goes back to what I tell people. There are people that come in and go like, well, I bought tailor-made irons. I guess I should get the woods too. My thing is, yeah. is that. I, I hate that should, too, man. I hate you, that too. You should get what works for you, you know, unless you're like me and you're on a staff deal to play uh, clubs or whatever. You should be playing what works for you, and if that yeah. means if that means that next year I decide not to play uh, a staff deal because I want that putter, and because I want to go to a uh, Callaway oversized Rogue Grandpa Five Hybrid, you can't fuck this thing up type club in my bag to get it out there, then I'm going to hit it regardless of what irons I'm yeah. hitting. If I want to hit the Lady Cobra LTDX like I was today and piping it, I'm going to hit those, you know. I, I don't care what it looks like. How far know? were you hitting your your 7 hybrid? <laughs> it wasn't a 7 hybrid. It was a 7 <laughs> iron. Yeah, so normally how was that 7 the, iron hybrid no, going? No, normally a 7 <laughs> iron for me is right at 150. <laughs> I might can step on one, you know. No it, way. It, for yeah. real? 
Yeah, I just I don't have the clubs. I told you the poofer. Yeah, and see, all right, are you I'm a big guy? Like, are you tall? Are you short? I, I, don't, yeah, I don't think we've ever met I'm, in person. I'm, I'm six foot. Heavy. Uh, I'm six foot two nine. Six foot. Yeah. Okay. Fat-ass. But uh, my my handicap is is a, a four because I have a good short game. Not, but I will tell you this though. So Josh calls me a poofer because I was struggling to hit it two thirty. But I I did a. a <laughs> I finally got some shafts in. We're we're fitting now for the uh, graphite design tour AD stuff, and so I had like every one of them, the best of the best, right? And I go through there and I do fittings. Next thing you know, I find a shaft. I'm launching it, you know, six hundred less spin, two degrees lower launch, a mile and a half more club head speed. I'm like, holy fuck, you know, now I'm hitting it two fifty, two fifty five. Josh doesn't believe it. He ain't got to play with me yet, but it's there, and. uh I, I, my short game has been really, really good for a long time, and and putting just even got better this year with the with the putter change. So I haven't got to play a lot of golf here the past month or two with work with the store and things. But I told everybody, I said, I always said, I said if I could buy twenty more yards, I'd buy it. Well, guess what? I did. I bought it in the new shaft, and it's a game changer. I, I played a couple of times, and I, I instead of being 150 140 out into some par fours i'm like 100 out now and i'm like when you do that you give me a gap wedge in my hands i'm fixing to i'm fixing to get your lunch money all right um, let me ask you th- let me ask you this too because i know you mentioned the shafts and then, then we'll then we'll wrap it up and everything but uh because this is actually interesting so i I've, I've there's been debate um uh of the likes of um Mark Crossfield, do you know who he is by chance? Yeah. He's a YouTube guy. Okay. Um, English guy. Yeah. He's, um, uh, yeah. Influencer guy. He has a, they have a podcast. It was actually a good podcast. I listen to it every once in a while. Um, what's it called, bro? I know you listen to it too as, as well. Uh, Crossfields. I can't think of it. Him and, um, Scott used to be on there. Scott and the, uh, oh, what's the, the stat guy's name? Lou, Lou Lou Stagner. Stagner. Um, anyway, when you think of it, pro, you can just yell it out. So he he's done. He's brought it up a few times. Like, how much does the shaft actually influence the ball flight? Um, now, this may or may not be good for business for for you, Yates. But I, I'm, cur- I, I'm I'm curious to know what both of you guys think because I don't know really what my opinion is one way or the other. I'm kind of probably neutral on it. Um, but I will say this. Cause I just found my club championship, uh, club champion. Uh, that's where I got all my stuff. Um, that's my guy. And, uh, I'll tell you what I have. So I got the, um, Titleist TSI four. I, uh, that's my driver at, at eight degree. Cerexon ZX fairway, three wood, 15 degree. Um, and my shaft in both of those is a Fuji Kara Atmos tour spec black eight TS. Does that ring a bell? Are, are you visualizing that? Um, or do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and then I got a hybrid as well, which was a Titleist TSI 3 hybrid 20 degree, which I think that was set. I think we ended up setting that to like 19 degrees or something like that. Um, but that that has a shaft of, is, is it Nippon? Nippon Modus? Uh, hybrid, like hybrid Ghost uh, TX. And I use crossline grips. But anyway, so I just wanted to give you an idea of what I'm using. Um, that way you understand like what the shafts and stuff I'm using. So, and these shafts are heavy. I have heavy shafts. So like to me, the weight of the shaft, the feel of the weight is more important. I guess, I guess with how I like the ball flight, I know just from trial and error through years of trial and error that I know 
the way something feels in my hand, it's going to give me XYZ ball flight. It's not an exact science. I have to hit a couple of different shafts, right? Until I feel like, okay, this this feeling and that look is what I'm looking for, right? Um, but there are times when I someone's put in like a super fucking, like a 65 gram shaft in my driver. I'm like, this. I can already tell you this is not going to work. It's light. It's too fucking light. I know I'm going to hit it straight up in the air. It's going to spin too much. Look, like, I'm it, already negative when I'm the, going into it. The... the sh- the shaft itself doesn't create the spin and the all that. It influences the player. The feel and the bend profile uh, and weight, like balance of the shaft, influences the player in each head differently. And that influences strike. The, the spin doesn't come from the shaft. The spin will come from where that bend profile fits to that swing to make contact with the ball. Like, like the shaft doesn't do anything besides do what it does. It doesn't create spin. It reacts differently to your swing. Well, I mean, like Adam right, so- Scott is not. He doesn't because he has. He's played the Ventus Red in his driver a lot. And that's the high flight, that's the high launch shaft. He doesn't launch it high, but how that shaft profile reacts to his swing. Well, you're talking about the, the you're, you're talking about the way it kicks and stuff. The, yeah. That's where you're right. Right. Like the, the um, high, I guess the, the, he has a high kick point or he, he has that a, puts yeah, the ball in the window that he wants. Yeah. yeah. Well, just like John Rahm has, has a higher launching shaft, he has a lower kick point because he hits that kind of little downward on the ball. So he's launching it like eight, nine degrees, and he wants to get it up to 12 or 13. So he has to do that with the shaft. You know, the shaft has to load differently. But um, um, the, the so, shaft. I, I guess, I, well, I guess, I guess my, my, my main question is, it's not so much like what the shaft does, but it's more specific than that. Does the shaft improve the efficiency in spin rate and descent angle? See, I say yes, and this is where the no, cross no, not field. necessarily the launch angle, but yeah. the, like to me, it's not even about the launch angle. Like I what I look yes. at more is the descent angle, like the See, angle of descent. Is- this is where Crossfield is lo- – he gets lost in himself, in his own perform- – because he's good enough of a ball striker that he can adjust how he hits it to any shaft that he puts in a club. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the same swing. He'll adjust to what the club is I, doing. I think most good golfers can do that within a half a dozen but swings. You- but you shouldn't have to do that. You should get the one that fits your swing without adjusting your swing to that shaft. I, I, but I think people do it without, like, 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 without trying to, like, not, not on purpose. Like, you just like, okay, this doesn't feel right. So, well, maybe right, I'll in a fitting. If you're going for a fitting, you don't hit that shaft until you start hitting it good. You say, all right, you hit five balls, and if you don't hit any good. This isn't the shaft. I'm not going to adjust to try and hit this one good. I'm going to hit another one that I hit good with the swing I have. 
So I, I think the shaft is the most important thing that you'll do uh, as far as the head and the clubs, regardless of, of, you know, technology, everybody's building hollow bodies, irons, everybody's building forged, everybody's building cavity backs, everybody's building game improvement, super game improvement. They all do that. And they're all right there within a nickel's difference of each other. The shaft, however, that you have is the most important thing. And that's how we started out because it's not how fast you swing. It's how do you swing it fast? Are, are you a very high tempo? Are you an eight out of 10 and you snatch it at the top and we need right. to put you into an X flex? Um, do you have any torque? You know, a lot of those things y'all talk about it feeling too light or it feels too heavy. A lot of that too is the torque of a club, the way the club is. If it has a really low torque number, it's going to feel like a, a board to you more. And, uh, and so people, that's where, like and so, box. so the, the non-golf nerds, the torque is the twist in the shaft, the left to right twist, yeah, correct? The, the twist correct. down towards the end, yeah. It's and, it's and not the where, bend. Um, it's not the bend. It's the twist. Just so right. people following that, helping you, helping you get a little bit of a closure rate and things like that to square it up a little yeah. bit. And but, that's that's where personally, like, if I like the shafts that I've tried to hit the shafts that uh, Mike uses, the Atmos Black, and or the Ventus black, usually the black profile in all of these are their midsection is too stiff and I can't feel the head at the top of the swing because I don't load it hard enough. And then I can't, and I lose it. I feel like I got to swing really hard. I'm a player that plays with a ton of lag. I have a, uh, more of a down cock in my, in my so I, I don't know what you would call that on the fitting side. Um, I'm definitely probably someone who is more of a snatcher from the top. Um, as far as loading the club. Um, so uh, I, yeah, I, I have to use like the, the, uh, there's a lot of angle in my wrist. There's, there's, there's bend in the, the softer midsection. So I can feel the head load. Yeah. So a little bit to what Josh was saying about someone hitting five times and this and that, like, oh, you can't just give up or that's changing your swing and stuff. You know, everybody, like I said, everybody builds a race car. That's the club head. You know, you can have a stealth, you can have a rogue, you can have 425, you can have a Cobra. Um, You pick the right race car that fits your body. And then we work on the transmission as to how do you drive the car? You know, what kind of gearing do you need? And that transmission is the shaft. So what, the way I even start a fitting, if you come in to get fit and you're, you're looking to, to do something, the first thing I do before a fitting is I have you warm up and then I have you swing your club. I'll have you, you know, most amateurs, most of the people that we get in is mid high handicappers. They're not striking it that consistently. I can tell, I can hear it. And I can also see it on camera when they miss the face, but I'll listen and I'll say, okay, now listen, you're warmed up. Now hit your driver. Let's hit about what, first off, what ball do you play and why do you play that ball? Is there a budget reason why you play it? Do you lose a lot of balls? Okay, well, let's make sure we start with that ball first, okay? Because I want to fit you for that ball that you play with whatever purpose you think, okay? And then I let you swing your driver and I look at you and I'll tell you, hey, do I think we can improve anything here? If you come out there piping it, you know, your launch number is 12, 13, and your spin number is 22, 23, 24, and you're hitting it out there, guess what? I'm like, hey, there's probably not nothing really to change. You're in the optimal window. You just need more club head speed if you want to hit it further. And, and unless it's really, really, oh, 
you know, this year's driver is probably not going to result in anything else. Now, what we see is you see people that have got the vintage shaft that comes stock in their tailor-made sim two last year. Okay. And they're coming in there and they're hitting it and they got a downward strike because they're an amateur and they're hitting negative into it. And then, so there we go. We got 3,500, 3,800, 4,000 backspin and the ball's just going out and it's ballooning on them because of their swing and everything. So I'm like, Hey, you know, either if you don't learn to get a little tilt and hit up on it, you're always going to have this. So what can we do today to fix your numbers to give you better ball flight and more yardage? And so the first thing I'll do is look at, Hey, listen, you know, this person doesn't need launch. They need something with low spin. So the first thing I go over and do, I grab a shaft that I know is built like in our graphite design stuff. Um, I'll grab it. You know, if, if, if we're going into the premium aftermarket stuff, I'm going to grab uh, a shaft that's, uh, you know, low to mid launch, but yeah. low spin, you know, and we're going to hit it in there. And I'm going to say, now look here, we're hitting the ball. You normally play. This is what your numbers was before. Now look at the spin number. Maybe we're down to 2,800 now. Okay. And, and you're, you're hitting there. We can live here because you don't have a lot of club head speed and maybe you need it at 2,800 to keep it in the air. So I don't, I don't just go shaft hopping with anyone. I look at it when you, when you do it you, and you start to do it and fitting and watching folks, you start learning what fixes things. I look at what their data gave me based on the swings that they gave me. I go in there and I'll kick out, you know, five out of the 10 shots they hit. And I'll say, here's your good ones. Here's what your spin number was. This is the pattern I'm seeing. We need to bring your launch down. We need to bring spin down. How are we going to do that? We're going to do it with a firm tip, firm middle, softer handle, or we're going to do it with a, you know, as they rate them, like in graphite design, it's one, two, one through five. One is soft, three is medium, and five is firm. And I know if I need to bring these numbers down, launch and spin, you know, then, you know, if it's proc and he's coming in to hit, hey, we're probably going to start in this series of shafts over here. There's several different ones, but I'll, we do that. And the shaft is so important because like Josh not said, goal. not, not changing someone's swing and setup so much because they're not there for a lesson. They're there to say, Hey, this is the way I play. This is what's going on. Right. And it's okay. And you can well, we can weight. improve those numbers. Yeah. Like you can fix tempo with weight. Yeah. And I, and I have people too, that come in that want to do, they want to get a fitting. And stuff, and and, and uh, I, I had a, a young beginner today was in there playing, and was wanting to get fit. And I said, "Listen, you know, um, I fit you. You hit the these um, Strixon ZX fours. You hit it really good. It was a, it was a girl golfer that, that's just starting and uh, going to be going to high school next year, hitting an iron 150, 160 yards. I was like, well, you got a lot of power. We're probably going to put you in a men's shaft. You know, we we'll put her in a Modus 105 regular shaft." And I got her in there. And then at the end of the day, you know, the grandparents said, well, what do you think? Should we do that? Or what about those used sim irons that you, you got, you know? And I said, well, to be honest with you, if your budget is this, you're better off to get her into a men's regular flex driver shaft today instead of that ladies flex shaft she's got. And you're better off to buy this used set of game improvement stuff. So, you know, I'm not going to sit there and BS someone and say, this is what's going to fix you or this is better. I've had people come in that brought their sim driver in with them from two years ago and nothing else touched it, you know, other than we changed the shaft, but nothing would touch it for that person. And their numbers is good. I was like, that's all you need is a shaft change. So well, if, if we don't need to change it, we don't change it. 
and I've I've done that uh, whenever I go, and I've done that with my irons. When I went and went to Club Champion and got th- these clubs done, um, and, and bought the new clubs, um, uh, the the the, the, last, the club I had before that was like it was an Adams. It was a white driver. An Adams was it super all LS, dri- those, like that? All the long drivers used to it, love it those. Back in the, it was before. It might have been like right when Taylor made bought Adams. Like, so we're talking what, what like ten yeah, years ago? super LS or something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. It was the best driver I've ever hit in my life. Um, and it's sad that the Taylor made bottom and shelved them. Um, but um, was, those era Adams drivers were were amazing. Um, with that being said, though, I, I knew the technology had gotten to a point where I could definitely take advantage of it. And um, the, the 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 shafts needed to be replaced. I knew everything needed to be replaced. So I, I knew Club Champion was going to make a little money off me. Um, but I mean, e- even then, you know, he saw my bag and he's like well you, you're gonna get some new irons too i'm like we could try it and so i took my seven iron out and i you know warmed up with it and i was like you know let me hit about half a dozen balls and then we'll see if you got another seven iron here that can improve nothing can improve the numbers there's nothing there in the like i think i hit muras which by the way i love muras um love the way they look the feel but i mean couldn't justify three hundred dollars a club you know what I mean? Like there's, there's not that much improvement now with the drivers. Obviously I mean, I drop like over $2,000 on in clubs, you know, um, with driver, I think it was driver three wood hybrid. Um, I think I got three wedges and shafts and stuff. So, um, I dropped a couple thousand dollars in there and, um, but I'll have these clubs for a very long time. Now, what do you, what do you do when someone comes in there and they want the world, but they don't want to spend the world? Someone like Proke, who's very, very cheap. Yeah, we we have a I'm top flight line. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> we are. Yeah, um, you know, and that's another thing because too. it is expensive. If you're getting custom fit, I mean, I bought stuff from Yates. Yeah, have you? Okay, yeah. Was yeah. it top flight? No, no, no. no he's got, he's I got some butter. Some shafts, yeah. What you do with that, Vantis? Yeah. Uh, actually, Mitch bought a shaft. I one of my buddies I got okay. to buy a shaft from you, yeah. Mitch. He still is, he still is, has it. Is this when you're not cheap? Is when it comes to golf gear? Is this like yeah? He's buying premium. <laughs> he won't. Yeah. He he won't wear name brand shoes. But he will buy premium golf equipment, so you know where his priorities are. I but, got uh, brand shoes too. You know, they, I bet they, you don't have Nike. Yeah. I got some G fours. Oh, those were expensive. You, you you're not wearing Jordans, dude. You're not wearing Jordans. Absolutely not. Okay. I got the uh, Under Armour, the Rock shoes. Those are comfortable. They're like those are on clearance at Dicks. Hundred percent. You bought those off eBay secondhand. Someone else's yeah. shoes is that they've already worn. <laughs> those were not. No. He used a UFC promo code for that one. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but no, I mean, if you're going to get custom, custom fit, you're 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 going to spend some money. I mean, it's not a cheap thing. I mean, it's it's you're getting custom fit well, for a reason. If, well, anything the, the, that says custom isn't going to be necessarily like the generic brand so to speak it's well, going to yeah, be yes a and premium. No. yes and no about fittings and, and that's what's so bad about we have people come into our shop says uh, uh i've had people in there before that says hey i'm i'm going to uh club champion to get fit next week and this and that's like oh well you know and i said uh what, what kind of clubs are you looking at i'm looking at this and that and everything i was like well 
you got the money to do it? I said, no, you know, hey, man, if you got three grand, go do it. Oh, well, I'm not going to spend that much. And I said, then why did you make an appointment to go to, to Club Champion? Well, because <laughs> they fit for everything. And I said, do you realize that you could go up there to, to tomorrow and say, I want to get fit for Mizuno? And they will fit you. We'll do the swing optimizer. We'll do all that stuff. And they're like, hey, guess what? We found the absolute best shaft that works for you. That set of clubs that's normally maybe fourteen ninety nine for those forged clubs for an eight piece set is going to cost you twenty five hundred bucks more than likely because yeah. every shaft, you. they are going to sell you and charge you for that shaft regardless of whether it was one of the eighty shafts that Mizuno offers for free. There, there's so many. You, you know, you, you say it's expensive. You can come to my place and get custom fit. It won't cost you any more than it would if you went to uh, Golf Galaxy or PGA Superstore and bought a box set off the shelf. I got. There's, I'm going to keep his name out of it. You know him, Yates. He went to Club Champion, got fit for for some Callaway irons, and he he told me they talked him in to get them pured, which is not necessary he got and he spent like twenty two hundred dollars for just the irons and it's a stock like, shaft. shaft did you get he's like what's shaft you get oh they were upcharged shafts i'm like what was it mm-hmm. he's like project x what yeah i was like yeah. he upcharged you for project x shafts everybody offers yeah. it for free yeah if you're not buying like, steel bro, fiber and graphite there's no like, upcharge in iron shafts like, for the dude, most part. I'm like Project X. You could buy those. You could buy a set for like 180 dollars on Golfworks. Trust me, everybody that we fit for and everybody that we do offers uh, stock iron shafts that we can fit you into without an upcharge, so that you just pay what the retail cost is. You know, right. you pay us for the fitting, even, and even if you buy from the, us, we give you the fitting back. You know. Even with the, uh, like, Project X, or I'm sorry, uh, Dynamic Gold X100s, they have the tour issue, which is their, they, is uh, just put another sticker on for the most part. They're supposed to be tighter manufacturing talent. They, they filter out ones that are not as perfect. But they're only they're fifteen dollar upcharge. Most it's just for the sticker that you want. They're the same as an X one hundred. Yeah, you, uh, unless you're uh, you know super you senior needing to play graphite or something, you shouldn't be charging for an iron shaft upgrade. Now you, you can come in right trying to get fit for a wood or a driver or something, and you know there's a good chance too that. More than likely, Project X, RDX, black or blue is going to take care of a lot of spin problems and things, too. However, for most people, for most people, yeah. but you start getting into guys like Proc and Neff and Corey, the guy that works for me, you know, it's, you start getting these plus two and three handicap guys that really need to dial it in. You're going to have to buy that last bit of the yeah, dial it, in. Yeah, and you're still like the uh, like the Ventus Blue that comes stock. It's the same profile as the Ventus Velocor Blue. It's just built with cheaper 
cheaper uh, material. Yeah, the consistency and the quality control. Right. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's not. It's, it's like graphite design and stuff. It's it like most, most people aren't going to notice because their swing's not consistent enough to notice. They're not hitting it on the face enough. Good, yeah. yeah, I got guys that they do fittings that can, that I can pick any eight out of 10 shots that they hit. And then I've got people that want to do fittings that I'm looking for one shot out of 10 that we could use. Right. And I would say, um, and this, this is just my, my opinion, but if if you're someone that takes the game very seriously and you're, and you're going to start getting into tournaments and competitive golf, and even if it's on like just a club championship level, um, or just like local muni, um, or like uh, how Van Rome plays in his uh, golf golf week type events, um, and you're gonna play competitively. Um, you definitely need to be cl- you. you, you ha- it's it's not a what if or should I. You definitely 100 percent need to be custom fit. You need to make sure everything that's. Uh, it's like a, I mean, if you're a baseball player, I can remember growing up playing baseball. Like my glove was an extension of my hand. It wasn't yeah. just something off of a rack. Like it was oiled a certain. Way. I mean, I that was my baby, dude. So, yeah. like, and, and, and you know, and if you wear suits every single day, I know, uh, Yates, you said you were in corporate America. I don't know if you had, I don't know if you had to wear a suit every single day, but if you're a person that wears suits every day, if you're a lawyer or a professional, like the, I mean, you need to get custom fit suits. Like they just fit different. You feel different. It's a different vibe altogether. It's the same thing. Um, so if you're gonna, if you're just gonna play a couple times a year. Maybe Yates would have a different opinion because he's in the business. I will tell you, don't worry about getting custom fit. Go out there and just have fun. Um, buy the cheapest balls, the cheapest clubs you can get, and just go out there and get wasted and have fun. But if you're going to play competitive golf and you're going to take it serious, you have to have custom fitting done. Um, doesn't have to be the most expensive golf club. You don't have to have a lab golf putter. Don't have to have a $400 Scotty Cameron or lab putter. But you at least need to make sure the length of it's a certain way. You need to make sure you, the, the putter matches your arc, or you need to make sure that the, your arc matches the putter one way or the other, also, depending on where your um, your fundamentals are. Also, you, um, you need to be fit, but you don't need to be fit every year for new equipment. Well, that's where I was going to say. After so, that, you pay, take that money and get golf lessons. So I was going to ask you this, uh, Yates. So like someone like me, me, me and Proke, um, where I should say Proke and I, um, I know, I know my, because I've been fit so many times. Um, I know, and I'm starting to get, I'm 38 years old. And so I'm approaching that age to where I'm probably going to start losing club head speed unless I start working out a whole lot more, start being a little bit more physical in my day to day to maintain it. But I'm definitely going to be losing I'm going to be depreciating, you know what I mean, at my age now. So, um, uh, but let's say I've got another five to 10 years left to where, you know, my, my numbers aren't going to change a whole lot. Since I already know my numbers and I know the length of my my shafts and I know what shafts I have, can I just say, hey, Yates, this is what I want. I, I hit it at Dick Sporting Goods or wherever my my, my local sporting goods uh, dealer is. And I'm like, Yates, th- this is the length of my stuff. I'll send it to you. I'll email it over to you. Can you just place the order and have it ma- uh, mailed to me? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, there, there's people like that all the time that will call. I got friends in Kentucky and Tennessee, Louisiana, and even the guys over in Ohio that uh, will say, hey, this is what I want. And, and, then, and then you always have those people that don't know what they think they know that say, I swing this, I swing that, I want it. Like Josh calls me today and wants a Velcor, you know, TR. I'm like, why, Josh? You haven't hit it. (laughs) 
No, <laughs> I'm picking on him. But uh, you do. Hey, but I want I want to back up. Yeah, I want to back up one one quick thing before you saying you don't have to get fit. You don't have to do that. Spend the money, go get clubs. Here's the only difference why I say you do get fit if you're coming to my store. Okay. No, we didn't say that you don't need to get fit. Well, he said. I, he said, I, said, I said like a couple times a year. Yeah, I said you don't, you don't have, have to, to get fit every year right. to get new. Equipment. Yeah, you said that, but he was saying if you if you if you're not taking it that serious or playing tournament you golf, play a couple times a year is what I was okay, saying. Okay, but here's yeah. the thing: if you're coming in to buy clubs, period, get fit because I, it doesn't cost you anything. If you're but buying new clubs, if you're buying new clubs, I'm not big yeah. box store. Yeah. So if yeah, I charge, what, I charge you seventy five dollars for a ninety minute fitting session, but if you order the clubs, I take it off the price. So you basically right. got custom fit clubs for no more than it would cost you to buy them at Dick Sporting Goods, and you well, know that like, they work for you. I can order I like them to two degrees up, upright. Right. I can order them flat. I can order them. You know, we can do that. Yeah, I always tell because a lot of. If you're around scratch, people like think that you're a professional golfer or something, and they ask you a lot of things that are silly. But I get a lot of guys that are like talking about getting new equipment. I'm like, well, just go get fit. Oh, I'm not good enough to go get fit. Mm, that's not a thing. You should get fit no matter your skill level. Yeah, I, I, we're, I, eliminating, we're eliminating variables again. That's what well, I would push knows. back on that a little bit, and here's why: because if you're going to have a proper fitting, you have to have golf. Uh, there's a um, there's like a level people. of conditioning you have to be in, and I don't just mean physical, but I mean your swing has to be somewhat consistent to get through a fitting for it to be. Of well, you're, if, if you're, you're going to fine tune it, but if not, I'm going to fit you for the miss. I, I, if you're that bad, I'm going to fit you into game improvement irons. If you're swinging it at that hard, that's the that's the beautiful thing about a Mizuno shaft optimizer. When you swing it, you can shank the ball, and it doesn't mean shit. The reason why it just told me that how you load the shaft, you're upright. You're, are you two degrees up? Are you I've one degree up? That. Yeah. What, that's I don't matter who I fit for, what brand it is. We always start with that, and then we'll go into the Mizuno stuff. And then maybe you don't have the budget for that. And you want something different? Then at least I use their technology to tell me this is the shaft profile you need. I don't care how you hit the ball or whatever. When you do start finding right. the sweet spot, guess what? It needs to be with this shaft, and that that's the that's the beautiful thing. So you don't have to what, be- like most people aren't going to. Uh- they're not going to practice and they're not going to get better. So their equipment should at least be best for the poor swing that they're going to put on it. It should right. be the, it shouldn't make it worse because they're not going to be, they're not good enough to adjust to stuff that doesn't fit them properly. Well, I'm going to pick a, I'm going to pick on Whipple because he, uh, he canceled on us, but um, uh, have you ever met Whipple um, Yates? No. All right, he's a big guy. He's probably like, uh, what is he like? What do you think he is? Probably like he's six probably four, six three four. And he's, I mean, he's a, he's not like, he's not, a, he's not a fat guy by any means, but he's a bigger guy. He's just a. a he, if you saw him, you'd be like, damn, bro, you probably played some physical sports in your life. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a big guy, um, and uh, he's got some meat on his bones, and he's a big dude. But um, like, I can tell you right now, like, I mean, 
I mean, pro, do you think it's worth him to be fit for golf clubs? Yeah. No, uh, uh, because of his size, but, but not be, I mean, this is a guy who literally gives two shits about how he plays golf. Like, right. couldn't you don't have to care, care to, but it, even no matter how much you don't care, even if he doesn't care about practicing and he's not trying to play tournaments, he still wants to not suck when he plays. And the equipment that fits the swing that he has will help him suck as little. It won't increase how much he sucks because he's not going to have to try and adjust to things that aren't correct for him. Josh, that's going to be my next T-shirt right there. Suck less. Get What's fit it? today. There it is. I want royalty. I was just going to say, bro, you need to demand royalty. This is where the yeah. business acumen needs to come in. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I mean, I was thinking more from the physical side because he said he was too too tired to jump on tonight. Um, uh, I mean, you know, that's a, I mean, that's a process for a big guy to go through a fitting like that. Um, it can be. Depending, like, you can get through a fitting relatively quickly without beating 100 balls in. You can get it. Three swings with a Mizuno optimizer, and I can tell you what shaft and line go we need. That eliminates a lot of variables right there, regardless of what brand you buy, what you get. Uh, so I'm thinking more of the actual clubs themselves. Like when I went and was just just with these drivers, driver three wood and hybrid, I hit every single driver club champion offers. Yeah, but you're fine. Every single one. You're fine tuning it. Where like today, I was like, hey, listen, you're not hitting it consistent enough to worry to worry about fine tuning a shaft or fine tuning a head. You need well, no, just to find the head. Yeah, so I mean, I was. Yeah. So it's like me walking into your shop and saying, Yates, I have no fucking clue what I want. I just know I need a brand new driver. I need a brand new three wood. I need a brand new hybrid. I need to hit everything and I have no idea what shaft we're putting in. We need a new shaft for each and we need a new driver, new three wood, new new hybrid. I'm going to be, be there for six hours, no. dude. Listen, yeah, but, I, I, but you, you I care about your game, so you're somebody that works right, right. And, and I guess that's what I'm saying is like, at what point is it? Is it a six hour fitting, and is it like a one hour fitting? You know, is I'm it flame some brands here? But I went into my fitting in the spring for driver, and I I went and I looked at every I set every driver down, looked at it, I eliminated two or three because I'm not looking down at this. Not doing it. Don't right, like it. Right. That was the ping for me. That was the ping one with the Strix, alligator print. Tailor made. I wouldn't even try. I don't want to have to send a club out for warranty three times a year to be replaced because it breaks. There goes that. See you later, made. I appreciate made this, sponsorship. Yeah. Right now, we're just going to eliminate all the sponsorship opportunities. And, and Strixon is the oh. worst sounding driver I've ever heard. Sponsored it sounds like the old. Yeah, it sounds I, like I didn't, mind Sirixon. I, didn't so mind. I didn't mind. I didn't mind Sirixon, man. It's loud. It's so loud. I, I mean, I put the ZX Fairway in my bag. Did you? Yep. That's. I mean, I have a lot of Titleist. So I played Mizuno irons before these irons I have now. I played the MP60s, I think they were. I have a TaylorMade club, by the way. But, I mean... I mean, when I talk about I tried everything, the TSI-4 was the driver, and the Sirixon ZX Fairway was the... Um, was a three wood. I have a it's not that bad, guys. I hit, I hit ladies LTDX irons today with a senior shaft. <laughs> so, 
So did you do that just to play around? You're just like, I wonder what will happen if I do this. Or were, are you actually looking to maybe ready, add it? I was getting ready to fit this 16, 15, 16-year-old, 5'9 girl that was coming in. And I was like, okay, probably going to be in graphite. Don't know anything about her. Probably going to be in graphite. Probably going to be in a lady's head. I'm going to use the men's shaft instead. I put it in there, building up a couple clubs before they arrive. And for shits and giggles, I was hitting on the sim letter, and it's like, boom, piss missile. I was like, what in the? So I hit it again and again. I was like, 115 ball speed, 116, 117. Are you putting it in the bag? Are you putting it in the bag? I gotta. He can't admit it if he is. <laughs> well, um, the new the new Mizuno stuff launches this week, so when the heads show up tomorrow by FedEx, I'm going to be hitting those and seeing. So, what do you do in a situation where, like, like the uh, Mizuno rep comes by or he gives you a call and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he comes by and he sees a bunch of girl Cobra stuff in your bag. I mean, wh- how, well, what's that conversation like? Well, I'm not on cool. staff with him. I'm on staff with Cobra this oh, okay. year. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So, I mean, if you're on staff, you have to have that. I, you can choose whatever you want. You can choose what you as want. As long as it has I took, a- I took the Cobra staff deal because I just love the driver. I love the woods. and I, I mean, I play a seven wood, for Christ's sake. But uh, I, I like that. You know, I've got the uh, Cobra. And it's not it's not full staff deal with them. I actually play the new Callaway Jaws Raw Wedges. And, oh, okay. uh, cool. and I play that other thing. Oh, yeah, the Lab Golf Putter. I play that. And... Uh, <laughs> But, until uh, until yeah. Biden endorses it, until right. the the Biden administration says, which, which might not conversation be too far down uh, the line. I don't, know. I, I, don't still, know. I don't think I could. I'd be like, oh, damn you, Joe. <sighs> <laughs> it would just be Joe's face looking up at you. Like, what, what if they made the actual I mean, cover I mean, head? I mean, put like a face. Republican head cover or something on it or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> a Trump head cover on it. I, that's what we're going to make putting great again. That's what we're going to do a head cover there it is <laughs> i wonder if that exists or not it's got to exist someone's already got to sure be but uh so the, the 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 company is in fairmont west virginia and you're in the northeast part of west virginia uh central part of the state just south of morgan oh, yeah, i'm looking at it now you're just yeah. south of morgantown a little above clarksburg yep yep that's us I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so you're a little uh, south, basically south, uh, southeast of Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, south of Akron. Oh, okay. You're not too far from Akron. Was that a couple yeah. hours? Yeah, three. Yeah, about two and a half. When I drive over there to beat up on the boys. So you're right in between Baltimore and Columbus, South yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, if you had to go that way. Yeah. Oh. That that ex- that that explains the smell now that you said it like that. <laughs> you're right i'm trying to give everybody a visual where it's at if they don't know where uh where morgantown is um anyway all right proke i will see you in a couple of days with ort ort is at a or he's probably on his way home now he was at the uh he was at lambo man he had a uh, he had um box seats at lambo against the against the um the bears the bears uh, Packers and Bears. He, him, and his his company or something he works for. Yeah, it didn't go well him up. For the Bears. But Proke, uh, we will we'll uh, meet up with uh, with Ort, and I can't wait to go over the gambling picks this week. It's good news in the Woody corner, not good news in the Proke and the Ort corner. Was not a good week for Proke and Ort. Was a great week for me. We uh, we covered some ground this week. 
Um, Yates, thanks for filling in last minute, man. It was great talking to you. We'll talk a little bit about lab and some uh, some fitting stuff. And uh, we'll definitely have you on again, man. Yeah, I love to come stir, stir the shit. Call me in town. If you want to reach out to Michael Yates with the turn, if you have any club equipment questions, fitter questions, definitely reach out to him. If you're in the Fairmont, West Virginia area or neighboring area, go see him. He's got some simulators. He can fit you. He can sell you. He can answer your questions. Reach out to him online, Facebook, Instagram, at the turn WV. That's at the turn WV. If you want to reach out to any of us here with the podcast, you could reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is Clubhouse VIP POD. That's Clubhouse VIP Pod. All right, guys. See you guys. Bye. Yeah. You don't have to be a good golfer to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more.